Welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast about the band The Killers. The podcast that has the word Christmas right there in the title. That's true. Irrevocable facts. Yeah. Yeah. You just, I mean, just spell it out. It's right there. Right, uh, right. You can hear me, right? Yeah, I can hear you. Um, my audacity is not showing any activity on the mic. Uh, uh, I think I saw no activity on the mic at South by Southwest. This is so weird because I have the correct input there. I don't know why it wouldn't be recording. Do you want me to stop and you want to like? Yeah, let me. Let me if yeah, let me stop and then. Okay, I'm gonna stop in three, two, one. Back in the saddle. Again. Yeah. So anyway, I'm your host, Spencer Palio, and this is uh, Michael Nance, my co-host. Uh, yeah, here I am. The second to none, Michael Nance. That's right. I ain't nobody's bitch. None? And that's why I chose to do a killer's podcast. Yeah. So, so how's your week been? I, have, I don't think we've talked much at all busy a busy week same like for real and i'm ready to sleep forever Uh, not forever that shit's boring i mean depends on the dream you're having i don't know what's the what's the most like elaborate dream that you very distinctly remember if it's not like super dark Uh, oh jeez i used to have a recurring nightmare when i was a kid where I had a stuffed Ernie from like Sesame Street. As we and do. he normally had, you know, the normal Ernie mouth, which is just like that, you know, beatific smile. And he's wearing like pajamas with letters and numbers on them. And I had this recurring nightmare where uh, he would be teleporting around my house. And the only difference was that his mouth was open and just that small change really freaked me out. Oh, also the fact that he was like following me around the house and like just appearing wherever I went. Oh, very, very scary at the time. Yeah. The only, the only recurring dream I ever have is I'm sitting in the backseat of my car trying to drive the car. And then (laughs) I'm, uh, and then, I have trouble doing it, and then I wake up. Interesting. Yeah, I wonder that, what that means. Yeah, uh, therapists of the pod of the of uh, friends of the pod who are therapists. Let us know in the comments that we don't have. Send us an email. Tweet tweet at Soul of a Truck Pod. What what does that fucking mean? What does any of this mean? Yeah, give me a deeper meaning, please. Who are we? Does, what am I? Does it I? mean that Spencer wants to have sex with his car? I mean, you know, I wouldn't because I hate my car, but you hate you know. your car? Well, yeah, because like it sucks. Man, I'm not even kidding. Like I will. I will just be driving and, you know, my air compressor will just explode or which has happened. I I talked about that on the pod, right? I believe so. Okay, good. Because if I didn't, holy shit. 
it's hard for me to remember everything about the pod, but I do I mean, feel like we've talked about your car troubles before. Indeed. The point is my car uh, has some issues and I can't stand it. Well, you know, one day soon when the pod becomes so wildly successful that we surpass even the killers themselves, um, we'll have to get you a custom killer's wagon. A truck with a soul? That's right, exactly. Um, we'll spend an exorbitant amount of money to get you a truck with some sort of like sentient AI within. Like like Kit from Knight Rider? Yes, um, though I will be the one who programs this AI, and everything about it will be perfect, except I will have one little, I, you know, it, it's me. I have to create some sort of paradigm that fucks with you with this AI. I mean, that is that is your lot in life. And uh, so I would have it be perfect in all ways, except it calls you Slincer. And you can't change it. You're like, my name is Spencer. And it's like, sorry, Slencer. I can't change your username. That's the fucking worst thing. I told you. I knew you look. I know exactly what kind of Stygian torture to develop for you. When you get to hell, Spencer, it will be me there. And I'll be like, let's finish the podcast. And I'll just be like, but we finished the podcast. And I'll be like, did we, Spencer? I mean, because I mean, so so. Blink-155 in the uh, intervening week has started again, which is weird. But it's not Blink-155 anymore. It's just 155. And they're not talking about Blink. They're just talking about pop punk or punk. Interesting. And And it's really weird because I was... It's not that I was upset or hurt that they were done. But like. Being someone who is undertaking this exact task that they undertook. When when this is done, I'm going to take a couple of weeks and just chill. And then and then, you know, me and Michael are going to open up a bottle of champagne and we're going to smoke some cigars and it's going to be hella sick. But then. Yeah. But then we're never going to do this again, probably. No, I mean, unless the killers release a new album. No, we're not. No. Well, if 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 the album gets released after we're done, we're done. We're done. Okay, somebody else will have to take up the torch. Exactly. They can the what would what would the sequel The Soul of a Truck be anyway? Um, Dropkick the Shame. A podcast about modern era killers i mean that w- that would work it, it would have to be like a, a more yeah no that works i don't know or we could just do the sequel podcast which is entirely about the band franz ferdinand that yeah that's right we can do that and you know what the best part of it is if it's got my name on it like on the anchor page then the podcast can be called Come and dance with me, Michael. There it is. Yeah. We get a completely new demographic because people won't know what our relationship is. Exactly. Because we'll, the, there will be implications to that title, as it were. Because that song is incredibly homosexual. Which is cool. 
it's totally cool. I'm just you know, stating facts here. Yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, it's very overtly. Yeah, no, it's homosexual. It's, yeah, it's, it's kind of like how like most Led Zeppelin songs are like overtly heterosexual or maybe yeah. like mo- motor sexual because it does sound like he wants to have sex with his car at times. What is with people? I like our running theme of people wanting to fuck vehicles, eh? I mean, that's a big thing. I I just created for the sake of the pod right now. I mean, and I mean, aren't we all fucking vehicles all the time? Yeah, I mean, we all are inside our cars. That's uh, yeah, that's what I was getting at. Yeah, more often than we're probably inside anything else. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully, hopefully, unless you're some kind of like hitting on all cylinders sex deviant, but sex expert. Sexpert, sure. I mean, deviant has negative connotations. I'm just, you know, saying that you're some sort of like uh fuck machine. Yes, exactly. Um, to use a scientific term. What if fuck machine. what if you're like a physic like, you know, like a literal fuck machine, like the device that you know like like a Sibian? Sort yeah, like that. But you're inside of a car all the time. At what point are you not fucking? <laughs> Hmm. Like when you're that should out- be the title. Okay, that's got to be the title of your philosophy book, Spencer. At what point are we not fucking? No, yeah. At what point are we not fucking by Spencer Polio? And you've got to be on the cover of the book, you know, with like your chin on your fist, looking wistfully, but like your other hand is held flat, and uh, there's just a chintzy image of porno floating above your hand, and you're looking at it like you know, bemused. What what the fuck? Why why is it that every week we we just get worse and worse? Uh you know, practice makes perfect. Fair enough. Anyway, so <laughs> we don't uh have a pun because we never do. The Christmas season, while fun and beautiful and excellent and cool as hell, does not lend itself well to killers puns. No, no, definitely not. Especially because the names of the songs are so on the nose. Exactly. They're they're fucking there's nothing to them. Some of the names are like puns themselves. I mean, I got. Oh, shit. That was the other thing I wanted to talk about. Sorry. I got one more pre song thing. Okay. so my mom listened to the podcast last week. Oh, God. And uh, the one piece of advice is, can you stop talking about your dick so much? (laughs) Apparently, both of us just talk about our dicks too much or are we just talk about your dick too much. Apparently, it's just my dick. I don't know. Yeah, but I thought that was really funny and I, I had to share it on the pod. I, got, I love that. I got my mom's permission, too. I was like, can I can I just tell people that that's funny as hell? Thank you, Mama Polio, for the wonderful feedback. I often tell Spencer he talks about his dick too much. I mean, don't we all? tells yeah it's, it's always about to stick too much we get together at a nice pizzeria all of us you know after covid 12 to 15 of us because it's safe again we've all been vaccinated and we just sit there the pizza's piping hot and we just slap the table and go so spencer's dick huh and it's like you know we didn't miss a beat so joel the lump of coal some time ago at Santa's place up in the old North Pole, 
There lived a lump of anthracite whose parents called him Joel. This song is like slightly educational. Ed- education. They use a lot. Of, they use a lot of five dollar words, and you know, chemical representation is all up in there. Just in that first little snippet, we heard instead of calling it coal, he called it anthracite. He Later, just, he just did that because he has the he needed them syllables. You can't prove me wrong. I can't. You're right. So Michael, much like any. Oh, go ahead. No, what do you think of this song? This song is a is pretty good. It's a honestly, I I much prefer dirt sledding from last week. I think we all do. And, but this isn't a. I think this is a little bit more listenable than the Ned Humphrey Hansen song, uh, which was ghoulish. Uh, but it's also not that inspiring. I don't, I'm not like, oh man, this is going to be stuck in my head forever. I guess. I mean, what are your thoughts? What do you feel about it? So, okay. So check it out. I think this is a great song. I think it's kind of sad. I, I like a good, sad Christmas song. I like that, you know, upper white, upper right quadrant of the, Christmas song alignment chart. Mm, yeah. You know, where it's, you know, it's about fucking Christmas, but it, it can be a big old sad boy. And so I think, I think this song's fantastic. I think it's kind of pretty yeah. and melancholic. It is, it is very melancholic as How- evidenced by the, the Ronnie tear at the end of the vid. A sad Ronnie, excellent video. That's the other thing. I think I think you can't judge a killer's Christmas song without by the song alone, without discussing the music videos, because I think every single one of them has a lot of merit and you can't you need to. You need to take the video into account. Along with the song. If that makes sense. Yeah, it's just as important as the song. Exactly. It it really is. It's a piece of the art. Yeah, it's it's like uh, it's as uh, Wagner said, it's part of the whole the Gesamtkunstwerk, I think is the correct phrase, which is. Wow. Yeah, it's a it's a German phrase that means all of the art. Now, we as, uh, you know, modern, you know, liberal americans we don't necessarily agree with the views of wagner but you know when it comes to art sometimes he had conceptually decent ideas about art but he was a nazi bummer (laughs) thanks (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) so i think the bigger question about this and this is why I bring this up. You can't the, I think the only thing about this song that drives me crazy that I don't like is I don't really like Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. It's not noticeable that Jimmy Kimmel's in this as in the, as the voice of Santa. Um, you feel like, I feel like they could have 
maybe leaned on his voice a little bit more because Jimmy Kimmel has a fairly recognizable voice, I think. That's fair. Instead, they made him Santa, which is like everybody plays Santa the same way. You just have a deep voice. You know what I mean? I'm Michael. I'm Michael. I'm Michael. Now I'm Santa. Ho, 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 ho. You just have to have like this rich, cheery voice. That's that's it. I mean, you you say that, but, you know, sometimes Santa is not the same. Sometimes Santa's from other places and you can't just you can't just like lump Santa's all together like that. When when is Santa from anywhere else? Well, you know, like, for example, um, uh, Blink-155 had Santa on the podcast. OK. Uh, and I'm bringing this up because it's important uh and santa in that in that particular instance had a lovely australian accent and personally speaking that that was the real santa so you know santa everyone basically i'm saying everyone gets santa wrong you know it's like how now this is a spicy take yeah everyone uh portray it's like how everyone portrays jesus as being like white yeah and there's but, no way but jesus was like you know a Middle Eastern Jewish person and he probably wasn't white. And just like that, Santa's probably from Australia. That's all I'm saying. Very accurate. I can see Santa being from Australia. Yeah. See, it makes sense to me. But all right, Spencer, you proved your point. Yeah. And so basically everyone doesn't understand how to do Santa. Um, so, okay, 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 okay. I keep saying, um, so try stop me if I do that again. I won't. (laughs) So because we can't disassociate Jimmy Kimmel from the song, I think we should watch like the intro that Jimmy Kimmel kind of gives to the song. Okay. Because he has Uh, like a little, he has a little five minute sketch, like a five minute little thingy where he talks about the song. And I'm not going to play the whole thing, but I'll play the pertinent bit. So here, let's let's go to watch this. I grew up in Las Vegas and I share that unusual distinction with the band The Killers. They're from Vegas. And every year since 2006, The Killers write and record a special Christmas song for a very good charity, The Red Campaign. They oftentimes collaborate on these. Uh, Red Campaign, of course, being a bunch of communists. Dawes, Tenant, Elton John. And so needless to say, I was flattered when they asked me to be a part of it this year. And so we got together, we kicked some ideas around, and the result, I believe, is what may very well be the greatest holiday song ever recorded by non-chipmunks. Take a look. Moroccan again? I don't know if it's... Good. Jimbo, who's ready to make a Christmas classic? (laughs) We are. I brought Christmas sweaters. That one's for you, Brandon. That one's for Ronnie. Oh, that's the actual one that they wear in the video. For Mark. Go ahead, put them Dave on. Look, Dave and Mark yeah. just always look like they're so cereal. put off. I got a well, lot yeah, of they're, great that's ideas. their whole shtick. Like, a lot they're, of great ideas. They're, Do you like the sweaters? They're the skill yeah, of the band, where Ronnie and Brandon are the face. Yeah. What is there about Christmas? I, I like this theory. So many Christmas songs no. written. What can we do that hasn't I mean, been done Ronnie before? is also an incredibly good drummer, but you know. A very YOLO Christmas. <laughs> the word well. YOLO is super hot right now. What's YOLO mean? YOLO. 
Hello. Do you know what it means? Is that like Froyo or? No, it's not like Froyo. It means you only live once. YOLO. You only live once. You don't know that? No. I guess that's out. I love this. Brandon is so genuine. How about something about grandma? I mean, honestly, not by a reindeer, but in this case, Dave is also very just like fat family who's waiting in line on Black Friday to buy a Blu-ray player or something like that for eighteen dollars. Okay. Look at Mark in the background. Yeah, he's like, hmm. What about a song where the players are gonna play, 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 and the haters are gonna hate, 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 hate? Well, that's a Taylor Swift song. Yeah, that's right. We can't use that. That's a Taylor Swift song. So? I love Ronnie's bucket hat. Yeah, stealing. I'm a big fan of bucket hat. Oh. Spencer, you need to start wearing bucket hats. Candy cane. No, no, the uh, the artist bucket hat. You do. What about Santa? How do you feel about him? It's good to keep him in the loop. What rhymes with North Pole? Toll. Goal. Mole. Mole. And you've got a thing on your face this Christmas. <laughs> All I want for Christmas is to get this horrible mole removed from my neck. Oh. Yeah, what coal about... Coal is good. What if we made the lump of coal a character, like, um, like Frosty the Snowman? I like that. Joel. Joel rhymes. Joel the lump of coal. Joel the lump of coal. Maybe oh, Joel is like, um, Whoa, man. He just like he wants, he wants to tell people that the haters are gonna hate, 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 and the players are gonna play. Okay, I can't watch this. Wow. <laughs> for, for, for fuck's sake, Jimmy Kimmel, come on. Yeah, I mean, well, I, this is Jimmy Kimmel, okay? This is yeah. easily, easily digestible late night comedy. How easily digestible are we talking? Is he like, like yogurt, like saltines, saltines, and ginger ale. Wow, the most easily. How did I mean? Did you ever watch the Man Show? How do you feel about the Man Show? It's been a long time since I watched the Man Show. I didn't ever actively watch it. I would just watch it in passing when it was on because uh, yeah, I was a teenager. Yeah, when of it was course. On. Yeah, so. I never had that much. I, I wasn't a full man yet, so it all just seemed kind of dumb. Um, and even going back and watching it now, you're like, wow, this is incredibly <laughs> regressive. Yeah, well, that's that was kind of the shtick of it, although. Yeah, right. I don't think they ever like had. It's not like a lot of shows where they do that kind of like with tongue firmly planted in cheek uh, to quote a lot of people, but also myself last week. But at the same time, like they they still did the show like how it's definitely so it was definitely a product of its time. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Oh, certainly. A lot of that early or a lot of the shows on Comedy Central from around that time, I would feel could be described similarly. They're very much a product of their time. I mean, what when was the man show on? Because. That was a that I feel like that was a pre 9-11 world thing. The man then 9-11 happened and it became something completely different. Okay, so the first episode was June 16th, 1999 and went all the way through to 2004. That's crazy. Yeah, so that's yeah, I remember it being on around that time. Um, And yeah, no, I just. You just what? 
Oh, nothing. I'm just. I'm I'm looking at the the Wikipedia page and oh me the too. First year of the show featured beer guzzling entertainer Bill the Fox Foster, and apparently uh, he died of prostate cancer. Cool, very upbeat. I'll be over here. <laughs> See, I, I didn't even know that dude died. Like, it's like, you know, if you could drink two beers in like five in like a second, like, how could you how could you die? It's such a healthy thing to do. There's OK. Reading the Wikipedia, I tried to find this. This would if you just heard me typing, I was trying to find clips of this on YouTube, but I didn't see any. Uh, apparently, they had uh, multiple spinoffs from other countries of the man show. There's like a Norwegian one. The one I was trying to find a clip of was the Turkish man show, but they don't have that on YouTube. Apparently Joe Rogan hosted the the man show for a minute, which I didn't know. Let's see. That's so weird. Wow. Yeah. And he had hair. That's back when Joe Rogan had hair. Yeah. wonder if he was doing DMT. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I It's so weird to me because everyone always talks about Joe Rogan and Joe Rogan's podcast. But like, I've never, ever watched or listened to anything Joe Rogan has ever said or done. Like he's. Is he a stand up comedian? I think he. Yeah, he does stand up comedy and he, you know, he was the host of Fear Factor. OK, I've probably seen him on Fear Factor, but. Mm -hmm. This is I've, this, I've this, listened to several of his podcast episodes. This is definitely like a situation where it's like old man Spence, where I, I'm so like insular in the things I listen to and interact with that. Like I've I have no concept of like anything he does other than he certainly exists. Yeah, the Joe Rogan, he exists. All right. Yeah. He's a rival podcaster to us. Oh, man. Yeah, he's yeah. our podcast definitely rivals him. Yeah. If, I mean, if we ever. We look, it, it may not rival it, but we're we're definitely he's definitely our rival. Wow. Yeah. So you hear that, Joe Rogan? Come on our pod. So. Uh, don't actually come on our pod. Wow. What I've, an endorsement from Spencer. I've changed my mind. Just fuck that. Wow. Yeah, that wouldn't be good for the pot or anything to have Joe Rogan on it. Yeah, no, he's he's not famous at all. I wonder what I, I wonder what Joe Rogan's favorite killer song is, unless he has an extreme distaste for the killers. But I don't know if he does or not. OK, I can we check. Let me see. Joe Rogan, the killers. Uh, he talked to Rob Zombie. That doesn't count. Uh, let's try Joe Rogan, Brandon Flowers. Well, he had Russell Brand. Oh, yeah, it's pretty much the same person. Yeah, basically. Okay, well, suffice to say. Uh, they're not even in the same spheres right now. We're not seeing any content of Joe Rogan experience and the killers. So they clearly have never been a guest. All I, can... I feel like if any member of the killers was going to be on Joe Rogan, it would be 
Ronnie or uh, Dave? Mark. I would say Mark. Really, Mark? I can see Mark on there, too. Yeah, it'd be really funny because Joe Rogan would literally never or would be just talking the whole time. And Mark would just be just like. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm. What what does Mark even sound like? We've I think we have gone almost 40 episodes into this podcast. And I don't think I've heard Mark. Clips? I don't think I've heard Mark speak one time. Have you? Well, let's let's fix that right now. OK, you know what? Because we have content this week. This is this is such a weird week because of all of the things that we've done for this month of Christmas. This is the first song we've actually had an actual cover section and an actual live section. It's, it's oh, I got a video for us, Spencer. Okay. Oh shit! Okay, let's do it. Hit it. Throw it up me, into the uh, watch togethers. I'm putting the watch together. I just found a video with a terrible title. Like it could be, it could, it could go either way. It could either be great, or it could be like that horrible, horrible thing you showed me last week. Okay, hit the button. Mark Stormer, funny moments. Thank you. How was that funny? He just said thank you. Was this clearly a fan-made video? Oh well, yeah. It's hilarious. Interesting that they chose Uncle Johnny. It's a unique city. There's no other town in the world like it. Mm. It doesn't have the history of like Paris or London mm. has, but it's kind of special. Uh, it's the only true 24-hour town, I think, in the world. Uh, he plays and, bass you know, with an E at the end. Bright lights and all that, and it's just, that's home, that's where we grew up. So there's good shows in small rooms, and there's good shows at big venues. You just never know. A lot of it depends on how we're feeling, how we perform, and how the crowd is. And it can, if, if it's really good in a big place, that's usually the ultimate feeling, but What's one you, know, of you never know just by the size of the crowd. Great. Uh, O2 is fantastic. It just shows get bigger and bigger, and the crowds are amazing over here. And like we started coming over here in 2003, and it. He sounds exactly like he looks. It's one. It's the yeah, worst thing. Yeah, his voice is perfect for him. Yeah. He doesn't. You know, sometimes you see a guy like Mark, and then he talks, and he sounds like Mike Tyson or something. Yeah. It's, and you're just like, oh, whoa, that was weird. It's like Warren Zevon, where. You know, he looks like a nerdy white dude, and then he sounds like Warren Zevon. <laughs> or Rick Astley. Or Rick Astley. That's the other one that immediately comes to mind. You know, he sounds like he looks like a little ginger boy, but then he has the voice of like a strong black man. I wasn't going to say it like that, but yeah, basically. Why would you not, Spencer? Why would you not just look truth in the face and say, I see you? Welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast where we make breakthroughs on Spencer's psyche. Fair enough. So you want to get into lyrics? Because uh, yeah, we might as well. There's a fuckload of lyrics. Holy shit! The song is like 86 well, verses. Yeah, it it. I'm telling you, man. Hold on one moment.
Oh, here's some interesting. Okay, we got some interesting annotations in this. Just reading ahead, I'm going to start reading the lyrics while Spencer like read the intro. Oh yeah, let me read the intro. Okay, for their eighth annual Christmas song benefiting HIV/AIDS awareness brand Product Red. Hiv AIDS. The killers. Hiv AIDS. Yes. Hiv slash AIDS. People call it. The killers teamed up with comedian and talk show host Jimmy Kimmel for a heartwarming tale about a lump of coal who discovers the true gift within himself and swiftly upends the traditional Christmas binary of naughty or nice. It's, that's an interesting way to look at it. I, I, that's some deep, deep shit. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, go on. Uh, okay, so let's start the lyrics. Some time ago at Santa's place up in the old North Pole, there lived a lump of anthracite whose parents called him Joel. And there's an annotation on uh, there lived a lump of anthracite. Anthracite is the shiny, compact variety of coal that is most efficient for space heating. Though coal has dirty slash bad connotations, at least Joel is the more impressive form of his coal brethren. Ah, that's interesting to know. I didn't know that that, that anthracite was the cleaner version of coal or like the more efficient version of it's coal. It's efficient coal. It's not cleaner. Though I would say that it, that probably doesn't matter as much as what you said earlier. Brandon just needed to get those syllables in. And he couldn't just say, like, imagine if the lyrics were, some time ago at Santa's place up in the old North Pole, there lived a lump of coal whose parents called him Joel. That would be too many of rhymes. And then after that, you say, Joel, Joel, the lump of coal. It's like, Jesus Christ. It, it immediately becomes like a Wiggles song. Yeah. All, 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 all. Yeah. Uh, happy the as a coal can coal. He just wants to keep Santa all and make the elves call. But Santa. OK, sorry. That was the I was singing the wrong version of the chorus. So we go to the second. Verse, I guess. Yeah, is what you would call this. Or no, this is maybe like a pre-chorus or a chorus. Joel, Joel, the lump of coal, happy as a lump can be. He just wants to keep Santa warm and make the elves cozy. Mm hmm. So but Santa Claus. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, OK, so here's the question. So first off, Joel has parents. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was the most. That, that that's was... so that is so I didn't even think about that. But in the first verse, it established in the lore that Joel has parents. Did... He is sentient. So that makes sense. But so. So here's where we're going to transition from having sex with cars to rocks yes. having sex and having sex with rocks. Do they just like sit next to each other or do they have to like hit hard and like a piece breaks off and that's that's what Joel is? He's just a well he broke off. He's literally a chip off the old block. Yeah. I mean, how I don't does, know. How does that? I work? don't know the science behind it. I feel like crystals would be involved, or like crystal formations. So imagine if rocks having sex took like eight years because Millions a crystal, of crystal, your your crystal boner had to form the gap between you and your rock lover, and once the connection was made, then you could truly make rock babies. Of course. But I presume rocks have a different like experience on the timeline that we do since they're fucking rocks and they live for like millions of years. Yeah. And so eight years is like nothing. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and like in like rock eight humor, years like, is like is like having like fucking like premature ejaculation. But you're exactly, wrong. that's yeah. what I'm saying. In rock culture, you know, it's like he only lasts eight years. <laughs> Sorry, ladies, that dude's crystal is way too sensitive. Man, we really we really went off the rails here. So the other thing that really gets me about that <laughs> lyric about like these first two little chunks, pun intended there, is he wants to keep Santa warm and make the elves cozy. So is he like self-immolating on the regular or totally, totally. And then he's just like coming back or is he just like dreaming of his future as someone's fire it's like uh, uh what's that movie where all the food thinks they're gonna not be murdered and eaten sausage party yeah it's like sausage party or no, he seems to accept his faith he seems to want to burn so it's like a yeah i don't know this is very warhammer to like have like a, a, a like made like joel exists for the chaos god to just like sacrifice himself one day in the field of battle but in this instance it is a fireplace so that you know santa's feet can be warm for like two hours so is this like so this is the music this is a musical equivalent of the film like event horizon yeah 100 percent. Uh, and that's if we stopped the pod right here that's what i want you to take away from this episode is i that, i agree yeah yeah joel the lump of coal is basically the same plot as event horizon well no same it's, message it's set, overall it's set in the 40k universe where is Event Horizon set in the 40k universe? Oh, you didn't know that? That's the directors went back and retroactively established that the collective assumption of the audience, which was that the films take place in the 40k universe, Warhammer 40k. Look it up if you don't know what it is. We've talked about it on the pod before. But the film Event Horizon takes place in a much earlier version of the event of the Warhammer 40 K universe. Wow. I definitely need to rewatch that movie with that in mind. It I makes have no idea. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, you, you, what's it called? They, they run into fucking scene talk or whatever the fucking the chaos. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And then, you know, what's his face, you know, where we're going, we don't need eyes. Right. Sam Neill, that's oh, his name. Shit. Man, I need to see that movie again for sure. I watched that movie. I it's not that I watched that movie a lot. It's just that I've looked back and I talked to people about that movie and how much I enjoy it. And everyone who I talk about that movie with fucking says that it's like the worst movie they've ever seen. And I'm like, did we watch the same film? Because I That's so weird. I fucking love that movie. It's I've only seen that movie once and it was a long time. It was like in 2008 or 2009. Like for starters, it's got a crazy good fucking cast. Yeah, the cast is great. Like it's got what Sam Neill and Lawrence Fishburne and mm -hmm. uh, oh fuck. Is it Jason Isaacs? The fucking the the captain of the new Star Trek ship. When the show Let's first see who started the cast is. The cast is Lawrence Fishburne, Sam Neill, Kathleen Quinlan. Oh, Jolie, the lump of Coley Richardson. Richard T. Jones, Jason Isaacs. You're right. Jason yep. Isaacs. OK, I did classic. get my Isaacs, right? 
Yeah. Uh, nobody else that I like that, that super jumps out, but. But these were I mean, like three people at like the top of their game. Cause right. Rich and Richard T. Jones is a pretty big name. Cause that movie, it's I think came out like after the first matrix movie. This I'm movie. Not... No, no, this came out before the first matrix movie. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. This came out in 97. So, so, so Lawrence Fishburne was like, this is going to be like retroactive recognition where you're like, oh, it's fucking Morpheus. But. I just I think it's a fucking great movie. It's a classic. Well, I I now want to watch it again, knowing that there's Warhammer lore included. Well, according to it's it's all like fan theories. Yeah, I'm fine with that. That's that's incredibly cool. I like that. Yeah. But okay. Why were we talking about this? You suggested that Joel the Lump of Coal takes place in the Warhammer universe. There we go. Okay, that was the connection. Uh, because Joel in the lyrics seems to want to kill himself to warm Santa. Well, I mean, uh, his his him being uh, kind of, you know, death seeking is not entirely abandoned in the plot of this song, but we'll get there. So anyway. But Santa Claus had other plans for Joel one faithful day. Joel, you're just the lump I need to come join me on my sleigh. And there's an annotation mm. here. This seems to be reference. No, oh, no, this seems to reference the Christmas Carol and story. Rudolph the red nosed reindeer or Rudolph is ridiculed for his nose, but is later chosen by Santa to lead his sleigh, which earns him the glory and appreciation he's always wanted. Then, uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, it, it just quotes the song Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Spoilers for the other pod. Uh, then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? What what other pod are we spoiling? Oh, um, our Christmas pod, where we just talk about every Christmas song. That would be kind of a fun podcast to do once every December. Like, can you imagine doing that all year and just always listening to Christmas music? I definitely wouldn't have made it this far. Yeah, no, this would. I would never do that. But no way. There's but, so way too many Christmas songs. But I was thinking, like, every December, you and me get together, and we do a podcast once a week about one Christmas song per week. And then at the end of December, we put it off until the, ne the next December. And we'll call it. I don't know, something. Merry Pissmas. Perfect. Yeah. That'll be the sequel pod to Soul of a Truck. Soul of a Truck. It's called Merry Pissmas. <laughs> uh, it's it, that's not a working title. That's final. Yeah, that's the final title. Final title of the pie is Merry Pissmas. Um, undecided on what our theme will be besides, obviously, Christmas. No, it's only going to be just any Christmas song. I would appreciate the... I would only do multiple pods with you, Spencer, if you let us have alter egos for every pod, and then we never acknowledged them. I And then sometimes even referenced our other podcasts as if they were different people. See, I think, I think I, I'm into that idea. However... The idea, a more funny version of that is we should just not exist in 
the universe of other podcasts. So if if we do another podcast, all of the other podcasts we do, they don't even happen. We can recognize the existence of other podcasts, but just not but not our the ones we've done. other podcasts. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Just don't even don't we don't even exist. Yeah. There's only there is only the pod. So for Merry Pissmas, you've got to do your um like Jewish grandma voice the whole time and be and be um man, I don't know. You got to come up with your own name, but your your whole shtick is that like you're like a begrudged laid off elf from the North Pole. Okay, here. Let's uh let's do only if but and you're going to be uh Santa. I'm Santa? Yeah, you'll have to be Santa in that situation. Okay. All right, here. Let's 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 do a let's do like a pilot and see how we feel okay. about it. A pilot within okay. this pod. Okay. Yes, uh uh Okay, so I'll start out. Uh what what song are we going to pretend to be talking about? Uh Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Okay, right. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Who's starting me? Because I'm Santa. Welcome to welcome to Merry Christmas. I'm your host, Fluffy Kins Butterscotch, and with me, as always, is my host, is my co-host, and my boss, Santa Claus. Ho ho ho! What should what did you name yourself? I've already forgotten. <laughs> Little bitch, Scumpykins. You've been a bad boy this year. Yeah, whatever, boss. You know, you asked me to do this fucking thing, but you didn't tell me to act nice on it. Anyway, we're talking about wa- rocking around the Christmas tree. What do you think of this fucking song, Santa? I find it distasteful, as I feel you should only be gentle around Christmas trees. I'm kinda, I kind of like it, because, you know, at the middle of the song, she's just like... Maybe we'll have some fucking pie. And I'm like, fucking, I love pie. Who doesn't love a nice slice of warm pie? This sucks. <laughs> I told you this. It's a work. This is the, the theme is it a work in progress. But Merry Pissmas stays. Yeah, no, I'm 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 into Merry Pissmas. By the way, did you I don't know if you heard me at the very beginning, but I I flicked a lighter. So as to sound as if I was lighting a cigarette or some other kind of uh, inhalable device for uh, smoking. Okay. So. So you smoke while you record. Yes. I pretend to. Mm. Because I can't smoke in my apartment. And also I don't really smoke cigarettes. That's true. And when you do, they're clove cigarettes. Sure. And you wear a trilby. Go on. And you call yourself the Lord Duke Polio. So Joel, Joel, the lump of coal, heart <laughs> leapt up with joy. I'll soon be Santa's present to a lucky girl or boy. Now, here's the thing. This whole next like four. Wow like bits are all one annotation. So let's read all the way to the end and then I'll have Michael read the annotation. 
Okay. So anyway, we'll laugh and play together and hold each other tight, snuggle under clean white sheets when we go to sleep at night. Okay, I want to point this out. That line always stuck with me. The clean white sheets? Yeah, because he's a fucking lump of coal, so we get them all dirty, right? Right. I think that's the idea behind it, but it does seem like it almost seems like profane the way that the bed is described. Like, are you suggesting it's like some sort of weird he's going to have sex with the coal connotation or. Right. Like he's kind of like winking at him. He's like, we're going to snuggle under those clean white sheets and then I'm going to get him filthy, you little rat fuck. Then Santa's house all left. Joel. <laughs> You're in for a surprise. <laughs> You're not a special Christmas gift. You're just a booby prize. Okay, here's another one. This is another thing that really miffs me. They didn't. I was expecting there to be an annotation, like a separate one for the phrase booby prize, because that's exactly what fucking genius is for. Yeah, right. You People go there. Describe what a booby prize is. You go that's not there. Not a common phrase. Well, yeah, exactly. You go there and you're like, uh, you know, you go into genius to find out shit like what's a booby prize, and the one time. That genius, there's a lyric that genius would totally be in its right scope to explain. It's not explained. Have I mentioned how much I hate fucking genius.com today? It's basically like the one of the second or third themes of this podcast in general is how much we both hate genius lyrics. Yeah, no. But every week we specifically choose to use genius. Yeah, I mean, I kind we kind of like enjoy it. Yeah, it's 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 the bit. It's part of the bit. It is masochistic. Yeah. Anyway, what kid would ever want you? You're filthy as can be. Now you have to go and live with one who's been naughty. So this this whole lyric right here is exactly what I say to Spencer after every podcast episode. <laughs> It's true. What kid would ever want you, Spencer? You're filthy as can be. Now you have to go and live with one who's been naughty. Naughty. I like the Courage the Cowardly Dog reference. Yeah, I know. It's it's fucking one of the best episodes of the whole show. It really is. It's a very creepy episode. I felt very naughty. Naughty. I, that on. also kind of rhymes. That has a Joel the Lump of Coal vibe. Oh, I you, I got to read this whole annotation for us. Okay, do it, these do four it. these four verses together. Yeah, do it, do it, do it. One annotation: as a lump of coal, Joel is unaware that Santa gives coal to naughty children naughty. each year in lieu of presents. He thinks he'll be a present when, in fact, he's just a punishment. Note the juxtaposition between black coal and clean white sheets. It's racist. It is. That's what it is. It's just then the whole crux of the song is steeped in racism. It's true. I attribute that to Jimmy Kimmel. I don't think any of the killers would be racist. Yeah, J- Jimmy Kimmel's the racist one. Yeah, we watched the man show. Exactly. But I make heat, poor Joel cried, and electricity. You pollute the air with CO2 and mercury. Oh, shit. We got a annotation from Jay Grange, who we've seen in previous genius annotations. 
the you pollute the air with CO two and mercury. Is he gonna mention uh, that there's a girl somewhere in this fucking song? I I hope so. I really hope so. It seems, despite Joel being a bad thing by nature, he is able me something as beautiful as well. This is symbolic of how, although nature might make something seem bad or humanity might decide something is bad, everything has the potential to become good. I I don't... That is pretty much the... One of the themes of the... And, like, lessons of the song. But... I don't know that I would have put this annotation on you pollute the air with CO2 and mercury. Yeah. I would have like highlighted that whole thing. Yeah. Cause but... the, the juxtaposition in that verse is where Joel, the lump of coal. It's explains like straight, his benefits like straight fucking clapped. Now here's, here's, here's something weird because the video doesn't check this part of the song out. The lyrics Joel, Joel, the lump of coal fell down upon his knees. Yeah, Joel doesn't have knees. He he's doesn't have knees. Literally, like he's like a rock. Yeah, he's he's a rock. You know, he's got so like, gonna, he's got like a little Saddam lyric. Hussein, and you know, um, you know, like <laughs> wow. I, I I'm gonna rewrite this lyric for you, Spencer. And for the killers. Joel, <laughs> Joel, the lump of coal. <laughs> Saddam Hussein. Well, not anymore. Yeah, what did yeah. he do? What did he do, Michael? He fell down upon his crack. I don't live with a naughty kid. Santa, put me back in your sack. Perfect. Nailed it, dude. Absolutely. Yeah. Hire me for the writing team. I'll be Shadow Shadow Dave. No, Shadow Shadow Mark, because I play the bass. Well, no, like, doesn't Brandon write all the lyrics? So you'll be Shadow Brandon. Oh, man. Imagine. Imagine if that's the, that would be the ultimate prize for doing this podcast is that I get to become Shadow Brandon. Can you imagine, like, if all the killers characters, band members, I mean, slowly get get replaced over the years like the ship of theseus and i mean you know. so far here's the thing so far all the shadow versions don't look anything like their normal counterparts you know what yeah, i mean yeah. uh ted sablay does not look like dave kunig at all yeah uh who's the other bass player what's his name i don't remember his name i never do other bass player looks nothing at all like mark stormer and I, I I look nothing like Brandon Flowers. So it'd be yeah. a stark contrast. You know, Brandon is this like thin, fairly diminutive, uh, great hair having a lead singer with who loves epaulets and uh, charisma and all that type of stuff. And I'm a bald, pale white man. Uh, I feel like I'm probably much bigger than Brandon. Makes sense. And uh, I don't have as much of a taste for epaulets, though. If I wanted to be Shadow Brandon, I guess I'd have to learn to love them. And gold suits and shit. Makes sense. I mean, I got to start. I I already have a pretty good Brandon impersonation. So I feel like we could get away with this for a long time. Because then also, if you were Shadow uh, Ronnie Spencer. Yeah. So we could complete the entire Shadow Killers collection. You don't look anything like Ronnie Venucci. I, I mean, I could probably pull it off eventually. 
Honestly, out of all these scenarios, including the real-life shadow counterparts of Ted Sable and uh, Bassist X, uh, you look the most like Ronnie out of, you know, you look the most like your counterpart. That's fair. And that, I mean, that's not saying much because everyone else is so wildly different. But... I'm legit. I'm legitimately trying to find the name of the sha- shadow mark because I I know his fucking name. Like if I just see it, I will recognize it. But it's not on the killer's Wikipedia as uh, one of the names that I recognize, and it's just annoying me. Uh, let's see. Oh, 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 is it Jake? It's Jake. I think it's Jake. Hold on. Oh, Mark. Mark went back to college. Okay. It's Jake Blanton. That's his name. Jake Blanton. Yeah. Mark and Jake. Mark and Jake. Shadow Mark is named Jake Blanton. Now I remember. I'm going to forget again, but no, I'll remember. Okay. Where are we in the lyrics? I can't believe we're this far in and we haven't even finished the lyrics. We have been so tangential today. That's fine. Joel, Joel, the, oh wait, that's, we already read that, but Santa laughed his jolly laugh. How did he laugh? What did he say? Uh, Santa. Oh, oh, you stupid lump. You're just You're the just things the thing. that. Oh, that's still Santa. Keep talking. You're just the thing to teach this brat that Santa ain't no chump. Brief question: Is Santa a chump? No. Good. I mean, depends on your perspective, but I say no. That's fair. So off they flew. Before he knew, Joel was in a sack. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. He cried and yelled to Santa Claus, "Why don't we just go back?" I mean, look, Joel. You know, you fucking know enough about Santa that he's not going to fucking go back. He's got shit to do. Just just stay in the sack. Don't. <sighs> yes. Then... Shut your mouth, Joel. Yeah. Stop Christmas. Yeah. Joel. Joel like is like, if I have to be a shitty gift, then I'm going to fucking ruin Christmas. Yeah. Um, then fuck them kids. I'm really starting to turn on Joel now. I, I never was a fan of Joel. I'm I'm zero out of 10 with Joel here. Right. So and then came Christmas morning and much to Joel's surprise. Much to Joel's surprise. He saw a boy with the saddest face and tears were in his eyes. Do the tears were in his eyes. He (laughs) he picked up Joel and held him and said, you can be my friend. Hey, man, let's be friends. I would have liked some presents, but. You were you're what Santa chose to send. Santa chose to send. It's true. I've been a naughty boy, a naughty mm-hmm. boy, <laughs> naughty. And maybe that's a sin. Maybe that's a sin. If this is how Santa treats the kids, I'm glad. I'm just glad that I'm not him. You know, this is the other thing. There's a real anti-Santa bent in killer songs. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah, and maybe that's why Santa... And even in that intro we watched with Jimmy Kimmel, where they're like supposedly writing and brainstorming the song, it's not like when Jimmy says, 
you know, what what about Santa? How do you guys feel about Santa? They're like, oh, hell yeah, we love Santa. They're like, oh, yeah, you got to keep him in the loop. Yeah. You know, like, like uh, Brandon has. Because Brandon has like a direct line to Santa. Right. God, this song is. There's so many verses to this fucking song. Yeah, the song goes on forever. Joel, Joel, the lump of coal knew what he must do. He said, now I know the reason why I got sent to you. Because when a person hurts inside, it turns him hard and cruel. Phrasing. But I I know how. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Mm. Um, Some very like American psycho vibes in there. But I know how to make your pain into a precious jewel. Joel, don't just stare at it. Eat it. So take me in your hand, young man, and squeeze with all your might. This now, okay. Just those first two lines, you really got to be careful. Yeah. To say that. You yeah, know, you, can't, you, can't, like, you can't be like humming this song in public. Right. Or like singing this at karaoke, then you make direct eye contact with like a young kid. So take yeah. me in your hand, young man. Well, it's usually karaoke is at bars. You don't have to worry about that. But like, you know, you just find someone who's like younger than you are and just look him dead in the eye and just be like, so take me in your hand, young man. And squeeze me. He's with all your mind. Let's turn your pain and anger into something that shines bright. That doesn't quite. So then, then it just that's that. Yeah, that's less sexy. Yeah, it's not as sexy. So, OK, so within context, because this next verse doesn't make sense without the video, uh, the kid squeezes Joel and kills him. And turns him into a diamond using the power of squeezing really hard, because that's how diamonds work. Yeah, uh, like I explained when Spencer and I were watching the video again, um, even children can squeeze coal into diamonds, which definitely wouldn't have already been exploited by other uh, crueler countries with no child labor laws. Exactly. Then Joel Joel, the lump of coal, he gave his life away so that one good naughty little boy had a diamond on Christmas Day. That's an oxymoron. One good naughty little boy. I don't know about that, Brandon. He was a good but boy, but he was very naughty. Now, uh, I didn't realize this till we got to the end of this. But if you scroll down all the way to the bottom, uh, Luca left a comment six years ago that says, but if this is how Santa treats the kids. I think he was correcting and, the song. And that's it. OK, so so. To go back to the earlier conversation about the weirdly anti-Santa bent of this song. You know, if you think about it, Santa was actually doing a good thing. And he was just being a dick about it because I guess he didn't want to, like, give up the game too quickly, maybe. It's like when you're it's like when you're trying to, like, plan a surprise party and like you have to find a way to like creatively. OK, you remember like a few years ago, we we did, you know, birth surprise party. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like we were all going to get dinner and then me and me and Bert got pho and you went home and like prepped the party. And, you know, Bert was like, oh, Michael, bail on me. Grumble, grumble. And then we got home and then you know, surprise, you know, and it was like that, you know, you're trying to, you know, it's all about that thing. Right. Yeah. You've got to create some ruse so that people don't 
exactly the surprise exactly it was a ruse santa's a good guy he could have just not been such a fucking tease though yeah for real fuck santa santa you bitch that's the been the that's in the common theme for all i mean except in dirt sledding brandon and santa make up yeah they did but we're but we're listening to that trilogy out of order right so So we're going back into where they had a disdain for each other yeah, we're we're back in the the bad old days when when Brando and Sando had some, you know, grumpies. Brando v Sando. Yeah, that's how it is. Brando v Sando. You're so right. Yeah, Santa's never going to want to come on our pod if we keep talking all this shit about him. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I got a shill. Yeah. So, yeah. There's the lyrics. We did the lyrics. Woohoo. Yeah. Um, okay. I had a Reddit thread posted in the Discord. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, it's just a meme and it's a picture of Joel looking all sad, bummer, sad. It says that one moment when your name is Joel and you're a lump of coal. Very accurate. Yeah. And it's just a sad looking rock. May I also comment on how shitty the animation is in this video? Oh, like the, the fucking okay. All of the lumps of coal that sing is like the background singers. They look like fucking like like black colored minions. Right, they're terrifying, and their teeth are horrible. They look yeah. like something out of South Park. Exactly. I mean, I think that's kind of what the aesthetic they were going for. Like, if you woke up on Christmas morning, or even like in the middle of the night on Christmas night, ever just at all, if you woke up ever, if you woke up and those coal were floating above you singing you'd be like well this is the end of my life these demons have come to steal my soul and presumably take host in my body and uh, uh, you know suck my soul out yeah spencer that's what i meant yeah <laughs> joel joel the suck of soul suck that soul into a truck this is this is this is the biggest sad part of our pod it's just these hilarious moments that are just stuck behind hours and hours of just me being a fucking moron. I think, well, although on on the other hand, I think part of that's our appeal. But, you know, who knows? Yeah, so, I, I wouldn't know. You want to get to live versions? Yeah, hit me with it. All right. Oh, so, there's a live version. OK, we actually got a live version this week. OK, so this is also from Jimmy Kimmel Live. Uh, a year after they premiered Joel, the lump of coal, the killers came back onto Jimmy Kimmel phrasing and performed this song. So let's watch. Last year, I had the pleasure of writing one of the songs with them, and here now to perform that song called Joel the Lump of Coal, The Killers. Look at, like, old man flowers in this one. Yeah, but then there's also sexy Santa Ronnie. Yeah, he's got, like... But Jake and Ted are here, too. This is not my favorite Brandon here. No, not even close. This is like, this is like stuck in quarantine, Brandon. 
Also, Mark is wearing like way too many clothes. Like, can you imagine how hot it is and what Mark is wearing right now? Yeah, but Mark always looks like a scholar. Yeah. Mark is the most stately member of the Killers. Oh, definitely. Oh, Shadow Dave is here anyway. Yeah, no, it's... We and... Got, we've got Ted and Jake, I mentioned that. Yeah, Jake's there too, what? good live version yeah though. it's a pretty good live version i want to see i'm waiting for uh jimmy kimmel to come back out because they they look like concerned that he's not going to come back in time okay i don't know he's just like i love that he runs off fucking stage yeah like, he runs on and off stage like an indolent toddler yeah like and you'll if you watch this video and I highly recommend going and doing it, like search the killers, Joel, the lump of coal live. Watch how nervous Brandon and Ronnie look. They keep looking off stage. Right. They definitely do. <laughs> it's so like, oh, I hope Jimmy doesn't fuck this up. Maybe he was terrible in the rehearsals. Yeah. Like. Who's the he? What a fucking idiot. Like, don't don't run off. Just stay there. It's, or or at least have a wireless mic that you just stand in a different part of the room. Or, 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 you know, do what a lot of bands like having another weird member do. Just dance around the stage making chaos. Right. You're Santa after all. The last concert I saw before I finished, before quarantine started, I went and saw the band uh, Mast Intruder, which I'm sure I've mentioned. But they have there are four dudes wearing ski masks because they're called masked intruder. And then they have a fifth guy who stands on stage dressed like a cop. Uh, named officer something. I don't remember his name. And all he does is he just roams the stage and just mean mugs the band the whole time. And but he doesn't play any instruments or sing. No, he doesn't do shit. He's literally there. He just stands there mugging the band. And then occasionally he'll jump down into the audience and like start mosh pits and shit. He's awesome. Also, he slowly disrobes throughout the show. So by the end of the show, he was wearing like an assless jock strap. It was it was certainly something. Wow. Wow. That's incredible. Highly recommend seeing that band. Now that's how you do a hype man. No, he's awesome. But the point is, like, that's all Jimmy Kimmel would have to fucking do. It's it's that's true. He he doesn't Instead, need to, he, he doesn't runs need runs on and off the stage. Like, even look at the still we pause this on. He looks like he's running off, like he has to go to the bathroom, or he's like really embarrassed. He's got just like the worst shits in the world. Yeah. Ooh, I'm prairie dogging. Uh, 
And then he gets up and he looks down. And he's like, oh, ho, ho, you stupid lump. <laughs> this is wow. Why, this is why no one listens to your fucking podcast. Michael. Yeah. Reason one of many, many. Yeah. Because of the poop jokes. Poop jokes, dick jokes. Uh, it's It's one or the other. Exactly. Every week. For once, we actually don't have any name the same as this week, so that's kind of good. Okay, but we got a cover though. Yeah, we got tons of covers. Oh, there's multiple covers. People, okay, how many Gerwigs do you estimate? Um, so there's like at least two. The one one of them is uh, Mr. Sun's ten, so that's kind of exciting. Uh, yeah, my hero and king, aka Godzilla fan nine thousand. But we also have um. I don't know how you'd pronounce this, but it would be like a Gerwig, but with a ukulele. So it would be a Gerwoo. <laughs> a Gerwoo. A Gerwoo. A Gerwoo. A Gerwoo. <laughs> Me, Angie. This is your ukulele. <laughs> yeah. But but there's there's a much more important one to start with. For once, I didn't have to make a Nightcore. Someone already has made a fucking Nightcore. Man, Joel Lump of Coal is hitting on all cylinders. But it occurs to me, because we actually have a cover section this week, I we're playing an ad, so uh, let's just pause for one second and, you know, throw an ad up there. And maybe I'll make a Christmas version of the ad. Don't count on it. Don't count on it. Anyway, so here's the Nightcore version of Joel the Lump of Coal. Okay, the image obviously is anime. It looks like a sad anime girl with blue hair standing in the rain. I know that character, but I don't know why I know that character. Wow. This isn't a great Nightcore song. It needs to be faster. It's funny, I, I when I listened to this earlier, I liked it better. This sounds good. It's a little creepy, honestly. Yeah, it needs to be faster. You're just a booby. Booby prize. Now, here's the thing. This is by uh, Swingcore Music. So in my head canon, this is the type of music they play at swinger parties. Ooh. All these people are like looking to hook up with randos and, you know, acquaintances. But this like sh- shitty Nightcore song is playing yeah. <laughs> in other Nightcore versions of songs like the least sexy music ever. OK, like, OK, top three songs you don't want to have sex to. Um, Jesus, Butterfly Kisses, uh, number two, um, man, that's tough. It's really tough. Brick by Ben Folds 5. Okay. Three, um, Crash Test Dummies, Once there was this kid who 
You know that song, right? No. You oh god, you totally know that Spencer. Come on. You totally know that song. Are you are you being for real? I'm looking it up for you. It's just I'm called pulling, mm. putting, Yeah, it's called mmm. I'm putting it in the watch together. Okay, okay, okay. This is one of the most surreal. This was this was like a huge song when it came out. And when you watch it, you're like, how is this the number one song in the country at one point? It make it defies all logic. It's a very weird song. Everything about it is just weird. Are we talking like like uh, that one song by uh, the Butthole Surfers? Kind, kind of, but weird in a different way. You'll see. Accident and caught and come to school, but when he finally came back, what? his hair had turned from black into bright white. What? Yeah, I, I've actually never heard this song. It was from when the cousin smashed the No, I have heard the song. What? What? Yeah. Yeah. What? And it, like the lyrics are like dumb, and the guy's voice is kind of weird. It's very weird. He looks like Brendan and, Fraser with like long hair. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of does. He looks like Brendan Fraser. But if Brendan Fraser like shrunk and aged worse. Exactly. But what a weird song, man. And that was like, I, I'm pretty sure that reached number one on the charts. Which defies all logic. Like that song is not great. And the lyrics are super dumb. But maybe it was just like a meme. Maybe it was an early meme. Yeah, it was a musical meme. Yeah. There's a version where the Crash Test Dummies perform with Weird Al, who, of course, did a, a, a parody of the song. Of course. We're not going to watch that because this is not this is not a Crash Test Tummies podcast. No, that'll be the follow up pod. OK, so. So this is from the channel Seven from Heaven. They look like a Christian band. Oh, no. Actually, but the band this is, is not called a promising name. The band is called Convince, and they are performing the song Joel, the Lump of Coal. Oh, my goodness. They still look like a Jesus band. Yeah. They have no bass player. That's offensive. Well, they do have a guy who looks like a magician, so that fits with the Brandon thing. Yeah, yeah, he's. His but he's voice. not singing. 
sounds kind of pitchy. from heaven. Yeah. Like his voice is right, but it's a little low. Yeah. Not to hate. He's good. Way to go, convince. I think I think the biggest issue is like the mixing in this video. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, it is a live video. So. Yeah, but, but live music can sound really good. You're right, but this doesn't seem like it's very high budget. Yeah, it so. looks like it was like a high school talent show or something. Right. For a fairly wealthy high school, because I mean, the camera is nice. Yeah, no, definitely. It's an HD. Yeah. It's I mean, not like somebody like with like a handy cam and like shaky, blurry visuals. It's clearly yeah, but, on like a pod. Yeah, but like my cell phone is fucking HD. Like, I mean, everything is HD these days. That's true, but it, you wouldn't it wouldn't be as clear as that was. And like shaky, non-shaky. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, so this is. Um, what did you think of that? By the way, uh, that was very nice, convinced. Thank you so much, convince. So this is the channel Federico Default. Ooh. Um, and this is Federico Default featuring Chiara, Joel the Lump of Coal, acoustic version. Oh. And I believe these people are French. And it's um, it's Gerwigs. So really quick, let's look at the state of their posters. They've got a uh, Hobbit poster. They've got a Dire Straits poster. They've got a Clash poster and a Who poster. And I think it's a is that an EverQuest poster in the far right? Uh, it's maybe. Man, that is some aggressive facial hair. I wasn't. See, the part that's really iffing me out about this is like. Who is this other person? The woman? Yeah. She's uh, the ukulele player. Yeah, but are they like friends? Are they living together? Is that his sister? His girlfriend? Well, I refuse to believe that she decorated this room. Well, no. Like, I'm looking at this room and I'm like, that's, that's a one-person bed, you know? Now... I a poopy prize. A poopy prize. Well, that was you know I question anybody who have like willfully puts a Hobbit poster up because those movies were whack as hell. But I agree, I wholeheartedly uh, agree. But um, you know all the music posters, The Clash is good. Dire Straits, I like Dire Straits. Uh, Green Day, that's a I like American Idiot. Uh, the Who. Is good. I don't what? know what that like very faded in the poster is in the back, but yeah, it's like a picture of the world. I can't tell what that is. I think that's a pit pup. That one map is a map of Middle Earth. Yeah, that which tracks sense. with the Hobbit poster right next to it. But at the same time, like God, the the Hobbit movies were such a downgrade from the Lord of the Rings. Oh well, yeah, they were. They were a fucking cash grab. They shouldn't have been four movies. Let's or no, movies. God no. The because battle like, of far ar of the five armies part one or whatever. Yeah, and the the thing that really like 
got to me is that they like you know obviously overblow all these plot points from the book so that they can stretch it out into these three two and a half hour movies right yeah but then there's such a difference in the believability of what's happening okay obviously it's happening in a fantasy realm of middle earth and there's hobbits and elves and magic and shit yeah whatever but you know how like you can only suspend your disbelief so much before you're like okay now you're just like breaking the laws of physics which were already established in previous movies and lore and like just like crazy action movie shit is happening and so it just feels like chintzy and corny See, the one that always killed me in that movie is I really wanted it to be two films. That would have been fine. Because I wanted like nothing else for Smaug the dragon to be killed off like 15 minutes into the first into the second movie. Yeah. That would have been cool. In fact, he doesn't die in the second movie. I think he dies in the third movie. Smaug, yeah. Yeah, well, he he does get killed like 15 minutes into the second. Hold on. I'm double checking this. Lord the Hobbit. Glam for a second. Um, I think the name Smaug is so funny to say. Uh, The name Desolation of Smaug, the second Hobbit movie, brought me no. It brought me endless joy when that movie was in theaters. I don't know why. It's probably just because I'm childish. Yeah, he he gets killed in the third movie. That's so fucking weird. So the, Such a, there's so, so much. There's so many problems with those that movie series. But wait, so they made the second film. What even happened in the second film? Who they find Smaug? That's it. Like, do they even have like an? What's the and they conflict? Talk to him. Oh, I remember. There was like that fucking like orc dude. Yeah, who, the white faced orc. That ends he, up being the main bad guy at the very end. Oh, you're right. He's the bad guy. What the yeah. fuck happens in the second movie? I'm pretty sure that Smaug is fucking shit up. And they have to like deal with that. Let me I'm just gonna look it up. We're gonna no, uh, welcome they, the soul of a truck. They reach the lonely mountain, this Bilbo discovers the entrance. He set to receive the Arkenstone. While doing so, he accidentally awakens Smog. Uh, they talk. They have a battle of riddles. Blah blah blah. Bard yeah. brings an arrow to a thingy because they don't want the thing. And then the bad guy is there. Who? Who's the fucking bad guy? I seem to recall it was like, oh right, the master of Lake Town's fucking Stephen Fry in that movie. So much talent wasted in these half-assed movies. Yeah, like... Because it would be one thing if, like, they couldn't get the cast right. Like, you know, Kate Blanchett wouldn't come back or Ian McKellen wouldn't come back. And they all fucking, fucking came back. Like, it was all They cool. all came back. But there was... Okay, there was a weird thing about it hmm. in that they just decided to do a prequel with Orlando Bloom, who has clearly aged since the first movies. Yeah, and they and like, he's because he's not an elf in real life. Yeah, but you know, but they should have even had he should have even been in the fucking movie, right? Hi, welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast about our collective dislike of the Hobbit trilogy. I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's obvious that you and I both care about Lord of the Rings because Lord of the Rings, the 
original trilogy is incredible. Uh, the books, uh, The Hobbit and all the Lord of the Rings are incredible. Yeah. But this Hobbit thing was just not anywhere near what it should have been. It was very... I just felt gross after watching all the movies because like you clearly just wanted to keep people in seats for two and a half hours exactly in a steady stream of guaranteed movies that'll be coming that like come out you know every year every two years whatever peter jackson yeah what happened to you man used to be beautiful more like peter waxon oh shit anyway so this is the channel lorelei speaker okay i'll I'll help you with that once i see it on the screen and this is her cover of joel the lump of gold there's not a video with this, it's just the song. Oh. L'Oreal Speger? Speaker? Speaker. She's got a pretty voice, though. Yeah. Joel, Joel, the lump of coal. Happy as a lump can be. He just wants to be Santa warm and make the elves cozy. The song still doesn't do much for me, Spencer. No, it doesn't. This isn't a... This song would really benefit from like a really fast like punk rock version. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Something I've been listening to a lot lately. I feel like we get distracted between each of these, which is fine, which is fine. But I've been listening to punk rock covers of songs from spongebob oh okay i'm into it yeah ants spongebob like for example uh this from the channel billy cobb just just an aside here when i ripped my pants i thought that i had everybody on my side but then I went and blew it all sky high. Now she won't even Low key, probably one of the best songs in all of SpongeBob. Oh, absolutely. Rip Pants. Classic app. This is like one of the like first this is the first episode I saw, I think. But the pain feels so much worse. Like this would be sick if it was like Joel the Lump of Coal, but like that. Yeah, definitely. That would be way better. We don't have one of those this week, unfortunately. You and I are gonna have to write that. Fuck individually. yeah. We need. Well, no, we. It's already been written. We just have to like music it. Yeah, we just the music it. That's the technical term. Uh, you guys are seeing how the sausage gets made. Exactly. So this is the channel Hagbard Celine, and I put a little marking here. It just says butts, and you'll see why in a second. Uh, Ooh, this so sounds th- promising. So this is Joel the Lump of Coal, Krampus, twenty seventeen. Good evening, children, and welcome to Twisted Christmas Story Time with so Hagbard. The Celine. Carnival Dissensual. Okay. Some time ago at Santa's place up in the old North Pole, there lived a lump of anthracite whose parents called her Joel. 
Okay. In this version, Joel is a woman. That's fine. What the hell is gonna happen here, Spencer? They're gonna fuck. Oh, all right. No, I don't think they're they're not gonna fuck. And in this version, Santa also has like a wicked ponytail. Also, the thing is, Santa looks like like the porno version oh. of Santa. And I think he just has. Yeah, a, exactly, because he has like a braided ponytail. He's also got like a boner, I think. Oh, there's a butt. Look, look at the camera person. But. What is even happening? Yeah, this is turning into a shit show. Yeah. A shitter show. So what's the deal? Does Joel do a striptease? I don't know. Let's find out. This is this is interesting enough that I want to see where it goes. Okay, let's, let's, right. let's let's skip ahead a little bit. Don't forget. Oh, here we go. So Joel's turning into a diamond. I'm I'm tentatively interested. What's that's gonna happen? Phrasing. Let's turn your this is the crowd, though. They're like leering. Yeah, they sure are. Oh, okay. Joel does look significantly sexier. Sparkly lingerie and a see-through skirt. Wow, that was really touching. That was cute. So this is like a burlesque style thing. It looked yeah, like. it was like there was definitely some 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 like it was erotic in like the the 30s sense of eroticism. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I saw a butts. Oh, there's a leg there. <laughs> you know, it's not is like that where I'm in wearing lingerie on stage. How oh, how lewd. Oh, yeah. Right. How naughty. naughty. Okay. So next up, what's next? Oh no, that was a pretty good one, honestly, Spencer. No, that was great. Ten out of ten. So this is the channel Steve Cook. Um, there's actually two videos from this, but I only used one because the other one was a person just singing by themselves in a room with no instrumentation, which was boring. Yeah. So this is this one's just called Joel the Lump of Coal. Okay. Hi everyone, I'm Grace. Hi Grace. Uh, I'm Michael. Hi, hi Michael. Uh, hey. Happy holidays. Thanks. Happy holidays to you too. This also seems like it was at a church. Uh, yeah, yeah, this is like a church basement, definitely. I've got a Christmas song that I'm betting most of you haven't heard. It's called Joel the Lump of Coal. Which is really good. If Spencer and I are there, I'd be like, bullshit! 
I've heard that song like a hundred times. I would disrupt this show just to prove my correctitude. I like how there's like an older man just milling about on stage. Yeah, what a, what an asshole. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm out. I fucking hate listening to my niece sing. What are these old people? There's literally just old people fucking milling about on stage. <laughs> this is a church thing, man. That makes sense. It's probably like the associate pastor or something or like the organ player and he's got himself a ginger ale and he's ready to get loose. He's going to play his organ. Yeah, that's right. He is. Mm. What'd you think of that? Uh, that was remarkably average. I agree. This is the channel of Clara Louise, and this is a Joel, the lump of coal killers piano cover. Okay. You can tell a lot about a person from what you can see in a video. Right. I'm expecting a very goth. But, like there's a big coffee cup on the piano. And it's a person with very black painted fingernails. Join me on my sleigh. that's you know well done that was very Thank like you. scary honestly like it was pretty ominous yeah the like the fucking the the bass half of the piano was just like yeah you turn that song up you okay you slow that version down and put more reverb on it and it is definitely super scary i'm not doing that again this week I, i've already done that twice in a row well you know third time's the charm yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing it again. I refuse. Fine, be that way. <laughs> we got two more. So, All right, hit me. Hit me with them. So earlier, I was discussing the guru. Yeah, gurus. Guru. So, so this is the channel Half a Jacob, and this is the song Joel the Lump of Coal Ukulele Comfort by Jacob. Yeah, Jacob, fuck some shit up. Doing it four twenty-four. Oh yeah, this is a hard guru. He's actually pretty good. Yeah. He reminds me of John Oliver. He just wants to keep Because he's nerdy and kind of has a skinny face. Santa Claus had other plans. Yep. He also sounds kind of British. Joel, you're just the lump I need. Come join me on my sleigh. Joel, Joel, the lump of coal's heart left up with joy. I'll soon be Santa's present to a lucky girl or boy. He 
definitely has a British accent. But well done. Uh, half a Jacob. Half a Jacob. A.K.A. Jacob. Where's your other half? Right here. Mm. Uh, feeling very naughty. They do use the word naughty a lot in this song, so it's appropriate that we've also used that joke a lot. Yeah, no, definitely. So, okay, last song of the last song. I saved the best of for the last. Week. We've got a cover by Godzilla Fan 9000, who is, of mm-hmm. course, better known as in this in this, the pod circles as, of course. Michael. Mr. Sun's 10. Hell yeah. So Mr. Sun's 10, take it away. AKA Mr. Sex 69. Hell yeah. Some time ago at Santa's place up in the old North Pole. There lived a lump of Annie Cream whose parents what? Mr. Sun's 10, what did he just say? I don't think he's ever heard the word anthracite before. It sounded like he said Annie Cream. He just called Santa's place up in the old North Pole. Let's, let's hear it again. There lived a lump of Annie Cream whose parents called him Joel. What did you hear, Spencer? Anacree. Yeah, Anacree. Anacree. What's Anacree? Is that the, that's the, that's Darth Vader, right? Yeah. Anacree Skywalker. Skywoo-woo. Skywoo. Yeah. You can't, don't underestimate his power. <laughs> Notices your midichlorians. What's this? Ooh-woo. What kind of shirt is Mr. Sunstein wearing in this one? It says Phoenix something. Something. Oh, Phoenix, Mr. Sun's 10. It's a Phoenix Sun shirt. Oh, that makes sense. Phoenix Suns. This is the best musician to ever come out of Phoenix. I I love that we have consistently like platformed this guy. All I can hope is he didn't also make a lengthy and very... um, open endorsement of uh current and soon to be former president Donald Trump. Cause that would be really fucking awkward. <laughs> considering what you give him platforms, super Trumpers considering what happened last time. Well, uh, let's just hope not. Let's hope Mr. Sun's 10 keeps it professional. I'm, I'm and if he does have, Political beliefs, they're weird and esoteric. I'm check I'm checking his YouTube channel. He did not give a lengthy endorsement of Donald Trump, it seems. Not like Spencer's YouTube channel where he gives several. I was thinking more like, you know, what's his face? The other guy. Uh Max Power? Yeah, Max Power. Yes. Our other god. Our other god. Who, Mr. Sun's ten. Who we think and, less of now yeah. because of his lengthy and heartfelt endorsement of Donald Trump. <laughs> well, sometimes they can't all be zingers. Exactly. But I will say that Max Power and Mr. Sun's 10 are currently on our solo truck, Mount Rushmore. It's tr- it's true. We haven't filled out the rest, but they're definitely you know, those two. 
those two were there. And then we've got two more slots if we're doing a normal Mount Rushmore. Exactly. Well, the other you, two. I, I, I really hope they add more presidents to Mount Rushmore. But you couldn't do that now without being controversial. You know what I mean? Yeah, because everyone like everyone did something awful in the past. And also, you know, Mount Rushmore itself is controversial. That's that's 100 percent true. So, and adding more faces would be pretty uh, questionable. Yeah, it's like it's like you've already dug the hole. Now, instead of trying to fill the hole in, you're digging the hole deeper. Yeah. Fucking the hole deeper to yeah. bring it back around on rocks and sex. So, Michael. Mm hmm. What are your final thoughts on the song Joel the Lump of Coal by the band The Killers? It's a nice song. I agree. It's fine. It's not my favorite Killers Christmas song. It's not the worst. But it does. It is kind of just it doesn't go very it, it, like you said, there's like 100 verses and they don't change up very much. So it just sounds like the same song throughout. And it's not that catchy. That's fair. I think it's a good song, but it's hard to separate it from Jimmy Kimmel. Also true. But even though you don't really know he's in it until you look it up. But the Krampus version with all the butts, A+. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's essential. And Mr. Suns 10 covered it, so I think it's great. Yeah, that's true. We did get a Mr. Suns 10 reappearance. Uh, we saw some naughty women. Yeah, I mean, I think this is the first Christmas episode we've had this year that has had a normal podcast episode. Yeah, that is true. So... You know, we're it's it's already after Thanksgiving, but I am thankful for that. Me too. Yeah. Anyway, as always, thanks for listening. If you stuck it through this far, uh, good work. I love you. Uh, Michael loves you. I also have strong positive feelings for you. And but he won't admit it because he's a little tease. Mm, feeling very naughty. <laughs> Got to get one last one in. Oh, yeah. And uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, not to not to tease too hard, but we're going to have a very special guest on the pod next week. And it's going to be really awesome. So uh, thanks for stopping by and happy holidays. Happy holidays, everyone. Sometimes.